0: Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car. How you doing? I'm driving home from my class, and man, today was a hard day. Ugh it was a hard day for a couple reasons and i thought i would just tell you guys and uh maybe you'll get something out of it hopefully so man i've just been lately it seems like i've been so busy uh at the end of the day i'll look back and i think i only got like one or two things done what is up with that so i've been kind of i don't know a little bit down on myself lately that i'm not getting more done it's frustrating so I know, kind of know what I need to do to change that. So I'm working on that. So one of the things, though, that's been happening lately too as well, is I've been talking to some people, um, friends or coaching clients or just friends, and talking to them about their businesses. And I'm getting, i have kind of been dealing a lot lately with some. Uh, down and outers like people that are complaining a lot and you know not in like really negative connotations or not like totally super negative but you know they're saying hey joe help me here because this isn't working like i thought it would right so when i talk to them and i kind of dig down deep into why it's not maybe working as well usually comes down to one or two things and it's usually the reason is they're They're just not giving it enough chance. They're not giving it enough effort. They're quitting or giving up too early. And they didn't, maybe had unrealistic expectations of how much they'd actually have to work. So talking to some friends today and I wanted to like, okay, let me give you a little background. When I was in school, it's so funny how I, why I'm thinking of this and you'll get it the you'll get it later as I tell you another story. But when I was first going to college, I'd always done pretty well in high school. And the reason why I did so well in high school is because I was never really challenged or pushed. And then when I started going to college and started taking, I was working on my engineering degree, man, I got my butt kicked the first couple of years. Um, it's because, you know, you take out all these, we called them weed out courses where the whole job of the professor was to like eliminate 75% of the students there that were just going to waste their time and never get it anyway. So, why remember every like every class I took, my first couple semesters I failed like the first exams. And I just was so unprepared. I thought I was smart, you know, and then first exam I failed and I'm like should I quit? What am I doing the wrong thing? and I quit is the last thing in my vocabulary so I was like no way I'm not going to quit so I just studied harder right and I started going to the professors and asking for help and getting tutoring and getting extra books to help study this stuff so anyway um, I've never had that in my vocabulary and one of my the professors that had the most impact on me was actually at a community college because I realized I'm not that smart and all the smart kids go to universities, you know, and the not smart kids go to community college. So I was going to go to community college. No disrespect. I like community colleges. I'll probably recommend to my sons and daughters to go to community college. So anyway, one of the guys there, he was like a Marine drill sergeant. And what motivated me (laughs) was like not pissing him off because if he if, like, he asks you a question and you didn't do your homework or you should have known the answer, but you didn't because you didn't study or read ahead or do your homework, uh, he would slam the table, the the front table where he was at, and yell, Bull Roar! It's a bull roar! And it like, really humiliates you and, and, and it's, it's like embarrass you, right? <laughs> and he always would get the worst reviews when they, the students would review the uh, professors and he always got the worst reviews. But when and I took him for like two or three classes, these were calculus classes and some advanced math and stuff. And uh, But the students that stuck with it, and sure enough, his class, even at a community college level, 90% of the students would drop out. But those 15% of us, 10, 50% of us that stuck with it, I tell you what, man, we learned a ton. And we felt like so proud of ourselves and like so accomplished that we had actually finished, and sure enough with this guy, you know, I mean, my first exam I failed and he told me, you should probably just drop out, I don't know what you're doing here, you know, it's like, no, I'm not quitting, are you kidding me, help me with this, and so he did help me, right, and because it was a community college, I got to spend more time with him in his office, so anyway, why am I telling you all that, because when I'm talking to some of these students that are complaining and whining and, and saying this doesn't work, it's not as easy as I thought it would be and I only sent out I sent out 800 letters and I only got four leads it's like come on are you kidding me my tendency is to like want to be that marine drill sergeant that uh calls them names and yells at them and then tries to and like stop being a whining baby like you know grow up grow a pair or whatever And so, but I try really hard not to do that because I know it's just not what everybody needs. For some people, it's what they need, but most people don't need that, right? Well, so today I actually, I wrote one of those text messages in response to this guy. And I deleted the whole thing and I wrote back instead an encouraging text because I thought, you know, maybe I'm giving him like what I need right now, right? Like I need this drill sergeant yelling but that's not what he needs right now. So I just sent him more of an encouraging text. Like, hey, man, don't quit. Don't give up. You're, you're, you're making forward progress. You're having momentum. That's good. Just got to keep on at it, man. You're so close. Don't quit. Don't give up. And that is what he needed to hear, right? He replied back, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. And if I, I would have written what I wanted to write, what I needed to hear, it would have been probably more a lot more offensive and it wouldn't have had the same effect. So... That's kind of like, I don't know, I'm just kind of in the, I'm a little bummed right now that I've not been more productive and gotten more things done and fallen behind on some projects and stuff like that. Then, today, I don't know why I'm telling you guys all this, but I just thought you might find it interesting. Today, like I'm taking this stupid MBA class. I have one class left. This is the last one. It's the capstone class. And so we had our midterm exam last week. And, oh my gosh, I had... Okay, you're going to think I'm, I'm so embarrassed. I had the lowest score in the whole class. It's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like, totally humbling and humiliating and embarrassing. Like, nobody knows what everybody else got, but like, my professor knows. <laughs> and he knows what I do. I probably make more money than, you know, everybody in that room three, four times, right? But... I was like, I'm, not, I'm the dumbest guy in this room. This is bad. And I have a good, three. Uh, what is it, 3.6, 3.7 GPA. Uh, so if I pass this class, then I will uh, I'll probably still keep at least a GPA above 3.0, which is good. But man, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And uh, But here's the thing, and I'm not going to... This isn't a pity party, and I'm not going to beat myself up. Uh, I think that what is more important, right? Street smarts or book smarts? Well, you've got to have both, but I think street smarts are more important. And and not that book smarts aren't important, like. but I think the first thing that you need to know that you need to have are street smarts. You need to like know what it is to run a business, you need to know how important marketing is, you need to know, like, you kill what you eat, right, and that stuff, you can't learn in a business school, you can't learn in high school or college, you only can learn it by actually getting out there and taking massive action, then once you're doing that, then you get the book smarts, right, then you start reading the books, and you start studying, and you start uh, taking classes, maybe, at an MBA, right, and try to, like, fit the book world into the real world. Does that make sense? Big, big difference. And some people, they think they should just go get an MBA right out of college. And I don't think that's a good idea. I think any advanced degree, not, not even just an MBA, but graduate degrees and stuff like that, uh, people shouldn't get a graduate degree straight out of college. In fact, I think If I had my way, I would make all the universities make it a requirement that you have to have at least two years of real-world work experience before you get a graduate degree. Yeah, even except for, okay, except for doctors, like medical doctors and maybe teachers, maybe teachers, and lawyers or whatever, because maybe they need to have all that kind of advanced degrees. But you get my point, right? All right. So maybe I just needed to talk about these things to uh, make me feel a little better. (laughs) All right. So what are you guys doing right now? All right. Are you out there taking massive action? Like even though it's imperfect, are, are you, you have your goals, you have your targets. Are you out there making it happen? Are you hustling and working hard? And Still setting aside time for your family and for your health and for God and stuff like that. I hope, hopefully, you are. That's what we're all striving for. And uh, so, keep the faith, man. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. Don't get discouraged. Don't quit. Don't you dare quit. Do you hear me, guys? Don't you dare quit. And don't, especially. Come on, like those of you that have sent out a few hundred letters. Maybe a thousand postcards, and you're like, "Oh, this doesn't work." Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I mean, and if you've not sent any mail, and if that's going to be your attitude, then don't even send any mail. Just like quit right now before you waste your money on marketing. So, if you if you go into this thinking I'm just going to send a couple hundred letters or maybe a thousand postcards to see if this works or not, don't even do it. Like, stop. You've got to be willing to commit to marketing. I would say, you know, general rule of thumb, you got to commit to like at least three to six months before you decide whether this is going to be for you or not, or, or you can make money or not, right? And, and maybe like you got to commit to at least like $5,000 in marketing, depending on your market, before you decide like this isn't going to work, all right? I mean, like if you 500 postcards, a thousand postcards, forget it. You need to send a lot more than that. You need to be sending 500 to 1,000 letters a week for three months before you quit. That's the kind of commitment you need to have in this. And the same with your time, right? You can't come into this thinking you're just going to treat it like a hobby and spend a few hours a week on it, right? You've got to have that kind of a commitment to spend 10, 20, 30, 40 hours a week even when you have a full-time job. And if you can't do it right now because of family commitments or other commitments that you have, then maybe just now is not the right time to do it. And that's okay. All right? So those of you that have already taken that initial step and you've already started investing in some marketing, don't quit, man. Don't quit. Don't give up. You're making forward action, forward progress. You're taking just a little step. You may take like a couple steps forward and step back. Okay, but you're still making forward progress. You're falling, you're failing, you're making mistakes, but at least you're failing forward. You get it? And if you run out of money money for marketing, well, then there's a hundred other things you can do that don't cost anything. Text messages, emails, phone calls, bandit signs. Maybe bandit signs a little bit, but like I know one guy, he was so broke, he's a successful investor now, he would actually find out where like the sign police were throwing away the signs. And he would go rummage through the uh, uh, the garbage uh, container things, you know, like the dumpsters. He'd go through he'd go through the dumpsters and get the old signs and would put paper over the signs and with his own stuff on it. Now who knows how long that lasts? But that's how bad he wanted it, right? That's how bad he wanted it. So how bad do you want it? All right. Well, I'm almost home. And hopefully that was encouraging and maybe even at least a little coherent for you guys. I hope I made sense in what I was saying. Take care and uh, pray for me that I pass this. Pray for me that I pass this MBA class. Because if I, like, fail it, I don't think I can graduate. I think, you, don't you have to pass, like, all of your classes? Like, at least get a D, a C, or a D? Uh, yeah, so, the, and we also have... so. We have a big project that we have to do it's like we're consulting with this other business and that's going to be easy i know we're going to do well on that uh but we have a final exam and oh man come on you got this whole big fat textbook it's all about terms and definitions and so pray for me that, <laughs> that uh i will uh study harder for that all right guys i'm out of here see ya.